Hey everybody, this is Joy, Life Love Lessons Podcast, and we're coming back with another episode, Season 4, Episode 3, and this episode is going to talk about if we are making excuses on why sinning is okay, why we can just do whatever we want to, the famous scripture that is used by the world, people would always use that. Whether they believe in God or not believe in God, they always say, only God can judge me. And I'm going to also read that scripture that is pretty famous inside of the Gentiles' mouths, you know, including it was inside of my mouth. And I would always say that so that way I can continue to do what I wanted to do. And then also, no one really wants people to turn them away from sin. I mean, on a, on a natural sense, okay? I'm saying naturally. Because we were taught as children, do as your mom says, do as your grandma or your grandfather or your, or your father or your teacher <laughs> or your babysitter. You know what I mean? We have to do what they tell us to. So once you become grown, you feel like you grown, grown, and like nobody can tell you nothing, okay? So when you get grown, if you haven't been taught certain things on, I'm going to say, if you have not grew up in the word of God, like you know that being rebuked is a lesson. It may not feel good, but it's a blessing for your soul, on certain topics that you shouldn't be doing, you probably already know you're not supposed to do it. If you wasn't taught like that, then you would not care if somebody say, don't do this, or, you know, you should stop this. And I noticed even though I wasn't quote unquote raised in church, like I wasn't like a seven day, uh, going to church seven days, every week, but my great aunt used to always come and pick me up and take me to a Pentecostal church when I was a child. And then even when I kind of got like around teenager years, I would still go back to that Pentecostal church. That's actually where I became born again. And, you know, I was baptized there and was filled with the Holy Spirit there when I became an adult. (laughs) So I'm just saying like, I even knew certain stuff could be wrong, but I just did it because I felt like, oh, I'm grown. Like anytime somebody would try to correct me after I left my adopted mother's home at 17, people really couldn't tell me too much to do because I'll be quick to say I'm grown. You see what I mean? And that's the nature of a sin, a sinner. If you sin in, it's a natural thing, so you might not you might not even look at it as sinning unless your eyes is open to that part. You can look at it as I'm doing grown people stuff or I'm doing what I want to do or I'm minding the business that's my business. <laughs> you see what I mean? So if, you know, we just have a rebellious spirit and just to keep it real with you, I remember when... I had, I think I was like 25, around 25, 
years old, I was in a real bad situation. This is before I became a believer in Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So at the time, my ex was like, oh, you know, she, she, listen, she was like, oh, you know, we, we going to get married, this and that. What would you say? Da, da, da. Now, mind you, I had already been going through an abusive situation with her because she liked to put her hands on me that I'm telling you the truth. She's very abusive. And on top of that, I was always footing all the bills. Okay. So I was getting fed up little by little. But one day I took her to a family setting. You know, when holidays come. And when I took her over there, some people were surprised. Some of my family members and some wasn't, or they didn't act like they was. And then when I took her around everybody, what happened was they told my great aunt, my great aunt, uh, she's, she's a sanctified woman, Holy Spirit filled. And she was like, joy is she's you know messing with a bull dagger because that's what they used to say back in the day that's what they used to call a lesbian woman a bull dagger so she confronted me and I was like oh I can do what I want why people always judging people I'm a good person you see what I mean so me telling you my testimony this is me telling you well, this is a some of my testimony. This is exactly, you know, definitely not the whole thing. I'm just trying to keep it real to say, like, it's easy for us to, to see things in our own eyes as if everything's good. But it's not. And when someone sees you about to just say, like, in, in the natural sense, if you walking across the street, and you see someone about to go in the middle of the street and you see cars coming from each end, wouldn't you say, hey, or wouldn't you try to get them to stop? You know, wouldn't you try to at least attempt to see if you could find a way to save them? That's the same way it is with the Holy Spirit through people. Like God works through people. He works through people. And that's what my great aunt was doing. She came up to my job 50 miles, okay, drove. I mean, this this lady was in her 90s, and she brought me a green Bible. I don't know what I did with that Bible. I wish I still had it because I believe she wrote in there too. And uh, and that was that was definitely a blessing that she did give me that Bible. And when she gave it to me, I was like, oh, my goodness, why would she do this? And she gave me the Bible and she was telling me that homosexuality is wrong. And I was like taken back because I was in that life. OK, I wasn't in a life for for a month. I was in there for around three years. OK, um, so. She was like, oh, you're not, you're not supposed to do that. That's not of God. And you know, you joy, if you don't change, hell is what you're going to have to go to. You're going, you're going to go if you do not stop this homosexual stuff, you know? And I was like, oh, she judging me. And I had told the lady I was staying with the, the woman who I was with in a relationship. I was like, yeah, can you believe she said that? And, and even my auntie, she had a stick 
And she came over to my apartment and she chased me around the apartment. She was about to beat me. Like literally beat me. Do you understand? Uh, and and me, I'm like, I'm a grown woman. She's she's whooping me with this stick. You see? Cause God is in her. You know, God was in her. And and um God wanted me to know that that was not of him. You see what I mean? So again, I was chastised because God loves us so much. And we don't understand that because we're looking on one side. We're looking out of the sin nature that we was shaped in in our mom's womb. When we was conceived, sin just took, like, just wrapped itself around us. I don't know if you ever seen that. It's a movie. I believe it's called Ven. Is it called Venom? It's some movie where this, like, this guy, you know, he was a regular Joe. And this, like, creature type of spirit thing wrapped himself around that guy and got inside of him. You see what I mean? And that's how it was when we was born. Before we was born, in our mother's womb, that's what sin did. That sin type of spirit, that is our natural spirit in this body that we walk around with. It actually you would say would be our regular character. So in my eyes, I'm like, wait a minute. I have a job. I have a car. I have a house. I'm with a woman that cares about me, even though she likes to fight me, but she still cares. See, that's my mindset back then. And only thing I can look at is that my great aunt is a woman that always go to church and she live a sanctified life. So I couldn't see, you know, why did she have authority to tell me how to live my life? And this is the reason why a lot of people feel the way that I feel at that time. I don't feel that way now. Believe me, I don't feel that way now. But before I did feel that way, I felt like, who is she to tell me how to live? And God wants to tell us how to live because God created this world and created us. And this was his like beauty. You know, this is his masterpiece. God can do whatever he wants to. He can create anything he wanted to. He centered his attention on us. He wants us that much. He loves us. He created us for himself. Okay, he created us by himself. Can I get an amen? And what we have in us, he actually wants to replace that sinful nature and put his spirit in us, which is the Holy Ghost. Amen. And it's a serious, this is serious. Like it's a serious matter. And that's the reason why I kind of was aggravated when I seen that that meme on TikTok and on Facebook and they were saying Holy Spirit activate. It's like when sinners is saying Holy Spirit activate, they didn't understand that the Holy Spirit is real because they can't because God already showed us through Jesus Christ, which is his son, his only begotten son. And if you go a little bit higher, it is God in the flesh. He, Jesus has already showed us 
that, you know, unless you get born again and you get baptized and you, you know, repent of your sins, you get baptized and you get filled with the Holy Ghost. That's the only way you're going to be able to see that God is real and that the Holy Ghost is real and that it is a it's more to life than what we see. You see what I mean? That's the only way you're going to really, really be able to see that God is a spirit and that the Holy Bible is totally real. Without God's spirit, without the Holy Ghost, you're not going to be able to see what the the spirit things is. Unless, and, and, and even if you open yourself up and just say, um, you're into the occult or you're into uh, witchcraft or you're into being a sorcerer. All of that stuff is real too. Even if you open yourself up to that, that's still a lower level than what God is. You understand what I'm saying? Because some people be like, oh, well, they be like, I play, they could be like, I played the Ouija board. They can be like, oh, I'm, a, you know, people... It's a lot of people, they do everything just like I did everything before I got saved. You know, I mean, I didn't do witchcraft. However, my great grandfather, I want to say great, not my grandfather. My grandfather was a man of God. My great grandfather, I heard that he was a, a, a warlock. So I just thank God for the Holy Ghost. You understand what I'm saying? Because the devil, he understands that God is real. You 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 can't you know think that you're pulling a like a, a eye cover over the devil. The devil know what's going on. <laughs> you know some people be like, oh, I don't believe in the devil. I don't even say the devil's name. That don't mean that he don't exist. I'm not giving him no credit. I'm just saying he is very crafty, just like he did to Eve. He will come to you either by the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh or the pride of life. Those are three entries. And believe me, we all have fallen short of God's glory. And as I'm finishing my testimony, that part of my testimony, you know, I was just like so much into myself that I was not able to see that Aunt Roberta, I'm going to say her name, was telling me the truth. I really thought that she was condemning me. I really was upset with her because I didn't understand, like, how can somebody else tell you what to do when, you know, I I just felt like who, who was she to do that? And anybody else who would try to tell me the truth, I'll be like, who are you? And I would be like, love, you know, back then in 2006, and 2005, 2004, I would have been saying love is love. I would have been saying the same thing that these people are saying now that are in the lesbian and also the homosexual, which is the same thing because it's the same sex thing, right? Those people that are in that life, they're going to say love is love. They're going to equal it to how African-Americans are, um, you know, done about their race how they're picked on how they're dogged out about their race they're going to equal it up to that level but it's not because the way that you desire to be with the same sex that is something that you want to do that's just like it's certain stuff that I want to do and I do it because I want to do it now is that 
right? Well, then think about it. We'll go back to it. Only God can judge me. This is stuff that we normally do on a normally on a normal basis. But it's the same thing with same sex. A person that's having sex with a woman, is she a woman? She is going to say, I like to be with women. If a man is having sex with a man, he's going to say, I like to be with men. They can say, oh, I felt this way since I was a baby. Okay. But we have to keep it real. Every single soul, every single human, even if they don't want to keep it real. You know, it is nothing scientifically. Even if they they come up with this, I know that they freestyling. That means that they're not telling the truth. Okay. That can show that a man before that they was born okay (laughs) you know it's you know genetically supposed to be with another man you can't even look it up and in any it's, it's nothing to go off of because people understand a feeling is a feeling that's why you have some people saying, okay, I, I'm going to be strictly with a woman. And then later on in life, you see them again and they didn't have kids. And then they'll go back to being with a woman. Why is that? Because they doing what they want to do with, with, their, with what they have. They're like, okay, I don't want to be with a man. Only want to be with a man for a little bit. And now I'm back with a woman. Some people leave that situation because they feel like, you know what? I don't want to be with a man because just say they was molested. Just say that they were raped somehow, you know, and they just have a low, you know, type of perspective of man. So they just want to be with a woman anyway. You see what I mean? For whatever reason. Or with a man, he could have been molested, he could have been raped, or he could have been having feminine ways when he was a kid. Maybe he liked to play with Barbie dolls. That's something, again, he's making the choice. We all is making the choice. Or if it's not a choice that we made to go with that, it's because something could have been done to us. And that's what I link it to. I really do. Now, is that a sin? Yes, it is period it's a sin it is and have I fallen short of that sin I already told you I was in a situation with a woman for around three years and I just told you about the testimony so my point of telling my testimony is just to say God delivered me from that okay and when he delivered me yes it took some time because it really, God can do anything. It's us that has to learn the reasons behind and understand and understand why we need to do God's word. Okay. And yeah, people might say, well, in the new Testament, doesn't mention anything about homosexuality. And it does. It says that they will have their part in the lake of fire. Yes, it does. Okay. Now, did Jesus speak on it? We can go text to text and I can let you know that Jesus Christ and Nazareth, he is the whole word. He is in the volume of the book. So whatever it said from Genesis all the way to Revelations, it is Jesus. So he was talking through Paul and Peter and Jude. Okay. And James, amen. I can go on and on. He is the word of God. 
So regardless, people try to like make things, you know, justify what they want. That's like, is gluttony a sin? Yes, it is. It's people that glut that they may not, listen, they may not be in any sexual sin. They may not cheat on their taxes. They may not do anything else. They, They do everything else right, but they glut. Gluttoning is a sin. That's overeating, overgorging. And you do have a lot of people that do that. And then they are righteous to them, not to God. Because to God, our righteousness is is like filthy rags. It is like filthy rags. Okay, when I say filthy, I mean filthy. Okay, so the only way that we could be righteous is through Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That's why it is good not to judge people. However, you still need to give the word of God because the word of God is the only thing that's going to cleanse you. It's the only thing that's going to cleanse me. Do I sin on a daily basis? Everybody, we all sin. I do. Yes. Do I do it on purpose? No. Do I walk in sin? No, because it's a difference. When you have the Holy Spirit, you see the stuff that you're doing and you repent of it and you turn away. You don't practice it. And it it, it, is, it does have a sense of number one, are you practicing sin? Or are you like saying, you know what? I did this. I'm wrong for it. Let me do something different. That's really what it is. It's changing your mind. It's turning it's turning another way so that way you can do better. That's really what it is. So we all have fallen short of God's glory. Nobody is perfect, not even one, except Jesus. Amen. <laughs> I need to say that. You know, I know I'm pretty sure if you listen to this podcast and you, you do believe in Jesus, you already know that he is without sin. So me going back, I needed to tell my testimony about this because I know it's so many people that will be quick to say, oh, who is she to say? Who is this to say? Who is... Listen, that is our rebellious nature, to just fighting against God. That's all it is. It is a... Like, we have, like, a sense of wanting to control our own life. And we have a sense where we only want to say good things and we only want to hear good things. And if we do have to say something bad to somebody, then we need to read them. But then we need to go back and just, you know, do us and not care what people think and ignore the whole world. And at the end of the day, you still are going to be dealing with God. So instead of like jumping from doctrine to doctrine to try to you know, fix whatever you feel like needs to be fixed. So that way it can justify your actions. Stay in the Holy Bible. Read the word for yourself. You know, I I see so many people twisting doctrines. I see so many people. I I mean, it's just, it's to the point where it's like, come on. Now, even if the person is in sin, uh, you know, and they have not, you know, asked God for forgiveness. You know, they don't know really about a relationship with God through Jesus Christ and Nazareth. 
I'm like, some of these people, they got to know that these people that are preaching to them is twisting doctrine. (laughs) And then some people believe like, oh, well, you know, God, you know, oh my goodness. What about this one? They'll be like, oh, God is a woman. Where did you, you know, I'm like, listen, don't put like God is a woman thing. Okay. Because the problem with that is show me in the Bible where it says God is a woman. Just show me. It's, it is not saying that because it's not true. Like, and we, and we, we put stuff on that, you know, on, on scripture and on holy things because we wanted to say what we wanted to say so we can feel good about ourselves. So we can look like we're the most knowledgeable. Okay. And it's, it's serious. I keep saying serious. I know I said that a little bit earlier, but it really is because people are dying literally every day. Okay. And some are dying and they are going to heaven and some are dying and they are they, you know, they're gone. They're, you know, they're going to live in eternity without having that relationship with God. And you will say, Joy, who are you to say that? And I can clearly go by the word. Okay. Clearly, clearly. I mean, you can too. If you go inside the Bible, you will see, yes, God is loving. He's, he's love. He is good. God still is going to judge sin. So we must repent. Of all our sins, even if you fall, repent of it. You don't have to walk in condemnation because Jesus died for our sins. Amen. So we don't have to be sad about, oh, no, pick yourself up and say, you know what? I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus, which strengthens me. Amen. And and we we have to like really get back into scriptures and reading scriptures instead of just listening and then saying, okay, I I heard what she said, but I'm going to do me. How you know if you even going to wake up tomorrow? You see what I mean? And none of this other stuff that you think matters right now is going to matter. None of it. Everybody got to account for their own sin. Everybody got to account for their own stuff. Amen. So I just wanted to talk about that test, the testimony. And then I also wanted to move into some more information that I wanted to talk about because it's important that we get into this, but I'm going to cut this one short. So that way I could be able to get into the next episode, which is going to be talking about Romans chapter 10 And then it's going to be talking about Matthews as well. I got to look at to see where I did with Matthew. Yeah, we're going to be really talking about that. So thank you so much. Thanks for listening to my episode. And I will be back with you soon. Have a good one.